On very special evenings, once every few years, there is a different magic in the air. Wood smoke and music, colourful tents and caravans hanging from the trees, shapes swinging and swooping on vines above with whoops and cheers. These are very special travellers from far away lands. The Fairy Circus is in town. Delicious fresh seaweed Beetle juice and bumblebee There's everything you need Roll up, roll up to the fairy circus The hardest ticket around All the magic of the circus For just one fairy pound The show was amazing Acrobats, trapeze artists, balancing acts, swinging, flying, swooping, hilarious clowns, brilliant music, trampolines, contortionists, tumblers, jugglers, plate spinners, motorbike jumpers, and, most amazingly, a fire-breathing pig. Up in the trees, a tiny trapeze, the crowd all gasp below. Joe and his magic bees What a wonderful show Roll up, roll up The Fairy Circus Once upon a time, there was a human child. Just a normal human child. Like you. She was about seven years old in human age. Let's call her Pip. Now Pip loved exploring everywhere, but this sometimes got her into a bit of trouble. Sometimes when she was out on a walk, she'd slip through a fence and end up with a farmer shouting, Oi! Get off my land! Or sometimes she'd end up being chased by guard dogs or guard geese, or even at one point, guard llamas. She was out with her family one day on a walk through a wood. The path was long and windy, and it went up and down, round trees and along a stream. All throughout the walk, Pip kept noticing things moving, but only catching it in the corner of her eye or hearing things that she was sure was music. But when she tried to concentrate on it, she couldn't hear it at all. It was a strange feeling. They were coming to the end of the path when she saw something bright and colourful, yellow and red, behind some trees. Her family were just up ahead, so without them noticing, 
Pip slipped off the path and deeper into the woods to investigate the colour. As she walked further, a path became clear in front of her. People had been walking there very recently. And the music that she'd thought she'd heard before was much clearer now. It was a fun tune that she sort of recognised, but sort of didn't. She started smelling wonderful scents wafting over. Roast chestnuts, hot sugared almonds, popcorn, candy floss and doughnuts. She moved quicker and soon saw in front of her where it was all coming from. A huge circus tent with yellow and red stripes. Inside, it sounded like so much fun. She could hear a big crowd cheering and whooping, ooing and aahing to the music. Outside was a small ticket booth. Behind it, there was a man in a top hat with a pointy beard, wearing a bright red velvet jacket. He saw Pip and doffed his hat. The price of admission is one fairy pound, he said. Now Pip didn't have one pound, let alone a fairy pound. She didn't even know what that was. No bother, said the man. I'll let you go in and watch the show, but only if you stick around and help out afterwards. Pip thought it was a fair deal and agreed. There couldn't be too much to do afterwards. The man smiled and nodded and his velvet jacket seemed to shine brighter. He got out a small piece of paper. Sign your name here to show you agree to the deal. Pip thought this was a bit weird, but she signed it anyway. The circus master smiled, folded the paper up and tucked it in the inside pocket of his jacket adding to a large bunch of paper already in there. He opened the flap of the tent and Pip went in. The show was amazing. Acrobats, trapeze artists, balancing acts, swinging, flying, swooping, hilarious clowns, brilliant music, trampolines, contortionists, tumblers, jugglers, plate spinners, motorbike jumpers and, most amazingly, a fire-breathing pig. Pip laughed, screamed with joy, applauded and never wanted it to end. But after a big finale with fireworks, all the performers took their bow and left the stage. The house lights came back on and the audience started leaving. Pip was buzzing from the show. She had totally forgotten that she'd agreed to help tidy up at the end. She was making her way to the exit when the man in the red velvet jacket appeared in front of her. Where do you think you're going? he said. Pip remembered she'd promised to help out afterwards, but she also thought she should probably go back and tell her family first, as she'd been away for a little while, and they might be worrying. She told the man that she'd be back soon, but he just smiled. Pip walked back down the path the way she came, but something felt a bit odd. She carried on, but she was surprised to see in front of her was the circus tent again. She turned around and went back in the opposite direction. But again, after walking a little bit further, in front of her, in every direction, led her to the same place. The big yellow and red tent. She walked back inside the tent looking for help. The performers were all packing up and sweeping away and didn't seem to notice Pip. They no longer had the big smiles or energy from the performance. She felt something at her side and looked down to see a short, fat pig. It was the fire-breathing pig from the show. 
you'd better get sweeping or you'll be in for trouble, said the pig nervously. Pip had never met a talking pig before. Sorry, you look surprised. I'm Toby, the fire-breathing pig. And I also talk. I used to be human, like you, but I didn't have any fairy money, so I made a deal to buy one of those delicious doughnuts in return for helping out at the circus. That was a long time ago now. We've tried running away, but it's enchanted. So we always end up back here. So Pip became a member of the circus. They travelled from one woodland to the next, setting up the big top and then taking it down and moving on. All the performers had been tricked by the circus master in the same way Pip had been. She became friends with them all, the plate spinners, the acrobats, the tightrope walkers and the contortionists, who taught her how to do all the circus skills, which she became really good at. But they were all desperate to get back home. Sometimes new people would join the troupe, being tricked by the circus master in the same way. Pip noticed they'd always sign a contract and he'd always keep it in the inside pocket of the red velvet jacket. She knew if she could get hold of that, everyone could be free. The problem was, he never took the jacket off, unless he was sleeping. Pip began to hatch a plan and with the help of her new friends started training and planning. Then, when she felt she was ready, on one particularly cold and dark night, she snuck out from her tent and headed towards the circus master's painted caravan. Using the circus skills she'd learnt, she climbed up through the trees and tightroped along a branch. She swung from one tree to the next and twirled and jumped down onto the roof of the caravan. She snuck down and looked in through the window to see the circus master fast asleep. She spotted his red velvet jacket hanging on the wall above him. She silently crept in through the window, bending herself like the contortionists had taught her. She was inside. The room smelt of stale wood smoke and all she could hear were the loud, open-mouthed snores of the circus master. She crept towards the jacket, hanging on the wall. The circus master stopped snoring, and Pip thought she was done for. But then he coughed, farted, and continued sleeping. Pip went up to the jacket and reached into the pocket. Just as she grabbed the papers, the circus master suddenly woke up. But Pip was already out the window. Pip took the pile of papers and threw them into the air. And at the same time, Toby the pig who was waiting outside as planned, took a big swig of liquid and blew out a huge burst of fire. The papers exploded in colourful flames like fireworks. Instantly, the spell was broken, and behind them, the circus tent started shaking. It burst into thousands of tiny pieces of colourful fabric, fluttering through the air like autumn leaves. The enchantment was over, and all the performers started running away in every direction. Some of them had tied the circus master to a tree with the tightrope. Pip said goodbye to Toby, who had turned back into a human, but still looked a bit like a pig, and set off on a path in a direction she felt might be the right way. She soon found the woodland trail that she and her family had been walking on all that time ago. She rejoined it, 
and to her surprise, she saw her family just up ahead. She bounded up to them and gave her mum and dad a big hug. Pip asked if they'd been worried or had missed her being away for so long. Her mum looked confused. What are you on about? You were only gone two minutes. (laughs) 